2: Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Mum and Mum podcast brought to you as always by Golding Accountancy, we are golding.com. Hi. How are you? I hope you're good. I've been enjoying the sun very much this week. It's been beautiful. I hope you're good. This week it's the second part of my chat with the lovely Zoe. If you haven't listened to the first part yet, then go back and listen to that first. Um, i really enjoyed talking to her she really made me laugh and i learned a lot as well because i obviously haven't got a clue about farming because i'm not a farmer believe it or not um so yeah i really enjoyed that um if you have any suggestions of people that i should have on the podcast then please get in touch and let me know i've had some great recommendations so far um but i'm always on the lookout for new guests so yeah, just shout me, Mum and Mama Pod, um, on all the socials. My washing machines—I always do this. I think it's because my washing machine is always on. But yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, enjoy, and I'll see
3: you in a bit.
2: work Right, I have a lot of questions. So, Go. when he got the first lot of sheep, what yep. did you then do with the sheep?
3: Because
2: they were going to be lambing, obviously. So yep. what, yeah. What? yes So they're just in the field Yeah. So they're just in the field the
3: Yeah. And that's it, really. You just got to check that their waters working. So for me, it didn't affect my life whatsoever. I was still hairdressing. Yeah. It didn't really affect me. Like we would walk through them and check everyone was okay and check no one had escaped but it really didn't affect my life at all yeah and he obviously enjoyed it um and then when they started to give birth um i was a little bit more i weren't more hands-on at all by any means um it didn't really interest me if i'm perfectly truthful but he did um like, a few times during lambing, you know, on my day off or whatever, he did try and not even teach me, but, like, try and show me. I think yeah. because he was proud of what he'd remembered from childhood and proud of what he was doing. And so he did try so and involve me. Help. No, no, no. It was just all what he'd remembered? Yeah, That's yeah. And he was and obviously still unwell, still getting getting wow. well again. So it was quite... And there yeah. were, like, low points, you know, where... He he didn't even have the energy to drive to where they were lambing, so his sister had to drive him, and you know things like that. There were low points, but all in all, he did it. He, that fir- there, we had thirty-two um, lamb that first year, wow. and so he'd done it. he done it all alone, and and which is, was a huge. I think it was a huge boost for him for like his yeah. um, ego, for want of a better yeah. word, to yeah, say yeah, like that's... actually, mate, you you can do it, and yeah. And so that was really good. And then,
2: so what like, happened to those thirty-two lambs?
3: <laughs> so the the mums, we've still got one or two of the mums now. Aww. Um, but the lambs all sold at the market, so they. So that's went. what you do: you just basically take them to a market, and then people buy them for yeah. So they wean off the, Yeah, the mums, the mums wean them quite quite early on. If you left them to their own devices, like they will yeah. start kicking them off the teat um oh, okay but as as because ours only eat grass they're not ready you know they're not they're like 40 45 40 to 45 kilos when they go when they're ready to go to the abattoir i mean oh wow it's a fair they if if you yeah. looked if you looked at our lambs that go to the butchers you'd think they were sheep you wouldn't think they were lambs yeah. which is yeah. something that i never knew i wouldn't have a clue yeah. like I've, I've eaten lamb for sunday lunch my whole childhood but i would never have known what it looked like before it died yeah and i think a lot of people are the same and yeah it's um you know i, I was a vegetarian for years and years and years and years and years the whole time i was in london and and for me i i didn't feel like there was anything ethically wrong with The fate of our lambs if that makes sense yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah. no i understand Um, i get that how was it emotionally though was there ever a point where you were a bit like oh i don't know um
3: what them going to slaughter them going off to slaughter um so i'll be i'll be truthful with you it when i'm lambing it's itself which Um, is around six to eight weeks for us where we are having babies born every single day. Like, full-on days, you know. Um, You'll be up at four and be in bed at ten kind of thing. They're full-on days. Um, I struggle to eat lamb during that period because the amniotic fluid smells like lamb. Yeah. It's like... The fat in lamb smells the same as the amniotic fluid and my hands are obviously stained with that smell. I struggle to eat lamb during that time. That's the only thing... Because I don't associate a newborn lamb with eating the lamb. I think that's the difference. Because a newborn lamb might love you because it wants you to feed it milk or, you know, well, that's all they really want from you. Like the orphan (laughs) lambs. I know I can build a huge... Relationship with these orphan mum, orphan lambs, because they think I'm the mum. Yeah. But by the time it comes to them being forty five kilos and going to the market, they will not give a flying fuck about me.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'll walk in that field; they won't even look at me <coughs> twice. Like How genuinely. Like when they're
2: that, when they get to that big.
3: So they'll be about. Let me think. March, April, May, June, July. They'll be about between six and eight months, as will be. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, as would be on grass. People can get them away to market or you know to the abattoir a lot sooner if they feed them hard food. But yeah. personally, if you can fatten a lamb on grass, then your profit will be a lot higher. Yeah. It tastes better, it's better for the environment, so that's how we we do ev- everything on our farm is grass fed except a bit of hay. Yeah. Um, and it's organic so to be organic you have to um it's a lot of paperwork it's a lot of um i think you have i think you have to be on the ground for i could be completely lying here but i think you have to wait two years before you can you know put the wheels in motion to become organic and things like that we aren't because um where we rent all different bits of ground, all those bits of ground would have to be certified organic for our lambs but to be. But surely, if they're just eating grass... I know. You can't really get any more organic <laughs> No, than that, can you? No, but rightly so, there's a lot of legislation for yes, being classed yeah, yeah, no, as, as organic. Um, yeah. if, if anything, we would feel that our animals are maybe... Not su not superior to organic, but on the same yes. as organic. Um, yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. think again, don't don't quote me, but I think as well, um, there's certain medications that you can't give them the the animals right, okay. it, to be classed yeah. as organic. I I could I could be wrong, but I feel like that there's something in that medication. Um, so yeah, everything just eats grass and and just. Gets fat really. There, there's only there's been a few times where I've s- kind of said to Chris, "Oh yeah, um, we're not we're not going to send her to the abattoir. Or we're not going to send him to the abattoir." And that's absolutely fine because we're yeah. kind of making the rules. Um, yes, but there's not yeah. like a blanket sadness when we drop them off to the abattoir. Yes. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, And yeah, there yeah. never
3: really has been for me. Um, I think when you are entering that world and you you know you start the process of the rams so the male sheep going in to fertilize the eggs essentially and and make the baby make the babies you know that the fate of the babies um and that if that's in the back of your mind the whole time and you know things like they don't look like babies when they go to the abattoir and yes. their mums yeah, kick yeah. them off long ago you know you're not ripping them yeah. off the mum to send them to... yeah all of those things actually everyone's gonna the thing I kind of said to myself if I have had any times where I've kind of questioned the fact that essentially we do kill for a living really like the end game the reason why we look yeah. after the animals is to enter the food chain and when I've had yeah. rough, rough times where I thought oh Or, you know, a few times I've had abuse from vegans, um, like activists, nasty ones, and I've been called a murderer and things like that. And and at the start, I've kind of thought to myself, oh, God. uh..." Um, And the thing that kind of makes me feel that I'm doing the right thing is meat will always be eaten. Um, There will always be a certain percentage of the population that eats meat. So wouldn't... And I eat meat now, so wouldn't I rather... Even if I'm just raising that meat just for myself and it being to my standard, yes, um, of welfare and everything, wouldn't I rather it be me than someone else? That's what I tend yeah. to think. Because if I don't do it, someone else with it, and they might not, they might not farm them as conscientiously yeah. or. No, so that's I, what I, I kind of say. I agree. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's hard, but it, the thing is, and also they wouldn't have lived had you not. No. You know, so it's a bit of They wouldn't
3: they wouldn't be needed, and I know exactly, that sounds so yeah. harsh, but this is where the, there's huge movements at the moment with climate change and eating meat and being sustainable and all of these things, and that they all are very important in the longevity of our planet. yes, but yeah. we need to just get it we need to get it just right and farming how the majority of the u k farms is sustainable um these huge massive um, feed lots in brazil and you know all these practices all over the world that will cause huge harm to the environment and you know the welfare of the animals but actually in the uk as a whole we're we're pretty good in most sectors so i feel like for me this this huge movement of you know um don't eat meat, you know, don't eat meat, you should be plant-based and things like that. It's just a little fad and soon it, you know, soon everyone, you know, January will be over and it won't be shoved down your throat because do you know how many... We've got so many friends that choose to eat a vegan diet that have been and helped us on the farm. So many friends. My auntie, my... You know, so many vegan and vegetarian friends that help us on the farm... They all know that the animal, you know, they're caring for the animals or helping us to care for the animals um, to to go after the abattoir at the yeah. end of the day. But they don't have a problem with it because at least we're doing it in a in a good yeah. way. Um, yeah. And I think that's the main thing. I mean, a lot of vegeta- vegetarian friends of ours. Actually, we have the exact same goals in life for the, for the animals is to look after them well and keep them healthy and yes. happy. It's just the end bit that's different. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which, it's been really difficult, I think, to kind of um, find the right words to explain what we do and how we feel about it. But I think we're at a point now where we would stand up and say, actually, I'm incredibly proud of what we do and I'm proud of the decisions that we make, blah, blah, blah. But it's taken a long time to get to the point where you feel confident enough to kind of stand out and say, yeah, this is what we do. We actually have a butcher yeah. shop where you can buy our meat from that field. It's in that field yeah. this week, but you can have it on your plate next week. But I love... Because
2: my eldest daughter's gone vegetarian. I went yeah. vegetarian when I was 11, I think. She's 10. Um, but my reason was I loved animals. I, was, yeah. it's, I think a lot of young yeah. children go through that. Oh, um, hugely. But now with Lola, I'm like, I, I just want you to have a balanced diet. I just want to make sure that you're getting everything you need. And if we're buying good quality meat where the animals had a lovely life yeah <laughs> and they've been killed humanely you know i, I just think there's if, if we just have it once a week or twice a mm-hmm. week you know you're getting what you need and it's yeah everyone but we it should we life. all
3: eat we all eat too much meat all of us
2: yes yeah,
3: yeah every single person you know if you look back to like my granddad's 80 something if you look back to when he was younger they'd probably only have meat or like so for example they might have a leg of lamb but then they'd have it cold the next day yeah do you know what i mean and like they they wouldn't necessarily or they'd have the kid, you know they'd have the kidneys or um cuts that yeah. we would never dream of eating now so yeah es- essentially they they were better in that sense and then now we've got to the point where actually most people probably eat steaks you know once or twice a month
0: you know yeah.
3: we we eat all the best bits yet even, i'm i'm as guilty, I mean, I don't eat any or all in my diet. You know, we have a butcher shop. And I don't, and it's quite. We need to be more sustainable in 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 our meat choices. But it's all yeah. well and good me standing up and saying that because I just eat off the farm. You know, a single mother with four kids that lives um up one of the huge tower blocks um in Whitechapel where I used to live. She doesn't have yeah. the money to go and spend. You know seven or eight quid on some beef mints that's going to do one yeah. meal yeah um, and yeah. she's going to go for the cheapest option
2: yeah. um
3: so i think it's all it's all a balancing act and and finding the right way to live but we're slowly getting there we're slowly getting there yeah. and that's why i, I think start... you go
2: well, as I was to say, the whole vegan thing, I think it's just brought people's attention to not eating as much meat mm-hmm. and made the, a lot more alternatives. When I was vegetarian, there wasn't really anything, any no. alternatives. But now there's loads
3: of stuff. Loads.
2: Up, fake bacon. Yeah. Carbonara. And it's good. And it's I was going to say, is it, does
3: it taste good? Yeah, it, it tastes exactly. I mean,
2: there's a slight difference, but not enough it, it, when I was cooking it last night, I said slowly, it really smells like bacon. Yeah. Like it really does, and it tastes fine. There's a bit. It's a bit more spongy. It's not got the yeah the the texture. I guess is is it's only slightly different. It doesn't. Yeah. It's fine for me. I'm like I'll eat that all day long as long as it's, because I, I also said to her was a lot of the alternative stuff. It's just shit. Yeah, it's not good food. You know, you need to make sure that you're eating yeah. good proper food. Yeah,
3: but yeah, that looks fine. I I, I don't think. Yeah, I for for ki- you know younger people, not even just kids, but for younger people, I don't think it's bad exploring your diet. I don't, and I don't yeah. I don't I don't think, you know, as long as they're eating the right amount of calories and as you say balance. I think god, I was all I was awful. I, I wasn't aware of my diet at all when I was growing up really, I don't think. Yeah. Just just ate what my mom and dad put on the table and I don't even... You just wanted sugar, really, I think. Yeah. That age. (laughs) Don't you? You just want... just want slush puppies and E numbers. But, yeah, no. So, how did
2: you go from the few sheep, then, to 600? um, We just... How long did it... How long that
3: taken? So, this is our fourth... This is our fourth lambing. Okay. Yeah. So, when did you
2: get involved?
3: So... hmm. I was doing a little bit like on my yeah. day off and then just just over three years ago um I took off two weeks for lambing I took off two weeks off the salon um and I was working in a salon down here in Kent and I took two weeks off and helped Chris um and really felt like not an equal to him which sounds so silly but I felt like I pulled my weight and I kind of felt quite good about it and quite buzzy about it and I did want to farm full-time but equally I was earning really quite good money in the salon so I kind of thought "Mm, I'll just stay there because I I want to buy a house and potentially have a family with you and farming isn't going to allow us to do that and then I um, went back to the salon and I had a call from my mum um, to say that my dad had been rushed into hospital and he was intense, went into intensive care. My sister had to come back from uni um, and he'd had sciatica um, in his back. Right, yeah. But when they'd done um, a CT scan or one of those scans, they found these shadows all over his body and it turned out he was like absolutely riddled with cancer, like riddled. Yeah. He had um, bone cancer, which was the sciatica he Fuck. had adrenal gland cancer and liver gla- liver cancer oh
2: my god which are
3: really shitty ones to have as well aren't they yeah um and they basically they basically said that the the prognosis or whatever is going to be measured in weeks rather than months or years and like treatment's not really going to be viable and he'd already said like he said until i'm he was still in in i think he was in the high dependency unit at this point he was like until i can walk i'm not having treatment he was like i'm not having chemotherapy and i can't even walk yeah and i think fair enough like you're a 55 year old man yeah and so yeah they said like there's no treatment so they said you yeah. can take you can take him home if you want basically to to die um but yeah. we we don't have enough time to coordinate the carers and that so we'll put in so we put in like the special bed you know to stop you getting yes bed sores and that so they put yeah. one of them in our so my sister and I hired a um storage unit and basically emptied out our dining room and some of our living room to make a bed for him and then we bought um, a bed down for my mum so they could sleep in the dining room together um, and yeah he was at home for about two weeks and then yeah he died at home Um sounds really weird but it was quite beautiful actually that the end um in a weird kind of way and it's how he should have died so although it's incredibly sad it could have been a lot worse he could have died behind a curtain in intensive care so for us we were quite thankful yeah um so yeah so it was five weeks in total from when I had the call in the salon to when he died so it was very very quick and yeah my mum and dad were still together in love um very like solid relationship they'd been together since they were like 16 or whatever so then I kind of had to think to myself okay I've gone through this pretty traumatic experience you know we've had never had hardship like never had hardship the worst thing that had happened to us as a family you know is my sister had meningitis and it was a bit touch and go for a minute but again I was living in London and not even really involved with that because obviously it's contagious I weren't allowed in the hospital so I just stayed in London and had updates so I had nothing bad happen to me. And then suddenly I'm just walloped with, you know, being parentless. Well, you know, yeah. down a parent. So it's quite hard for me and I handled it really, really well and I will forever be proud of myself actually with how I handled that because anyone could have put money on me being the anxious person that I am that I would have just crumbled, especially how I yeah. am with illnesses and hospi- hospitals and health yeah, and that. Yeah. Um, So I can't actually believe really that I pulled that out of the bag. Um, Had a beautiful um, celebration of life ceremony. It was like a festival. We had hay bales. Everyone brought bright colours. I was like the host of it. And we had people talking and dancing. And it was just lovely. Um, And then I just had to have a long think because actually I couldn't put on the show anymore of being a hairdresser. I couldn't yeah. give, I couldn't give, give, give all day and be the shoulder to cry on when actually I didn't have space f- to take on any more upset. Yeah. So I left the salon on, on good terms, obviously. Um, and yeah, I, I began farming full-time with Chris. I had a year off hair completely and then I started doing a few um, clients at home. Yeah, um, And then the pandemic hit. So now I just farm full-time and actually we started the little farm fridge the, the butcher shop during the pandemic to bring in a wage for me so I didn't yeah. have to go back to hairdressing um because although I enjoyed it I, I was living okay. very much like a dual life like I was having to yeah. shower so much because I'd be at the farm come home shower go to a client do a bit more at the farm come home shower do another client and it was just so hectic yeah and I was finding it exhausting um so yeah Now, you know, the the Little Farm Fridge provides me with a wage and that's kind of like... we. Although we do it together, it is like my baby in a sense. Like, I do all the the website, the admin, the dealing with customers, all of it. Do you deliver? Um, Yeah. We do... um, So I do deliveries on a Saturday in the refrigerated van within a 10-mile radius of the farm. Yeah. do Do you know how nice it is to actually meet people and speak to people? Like, it's honestly such a relief when we started selling directs that i could actually chat to people like i was a hairdresser again it was absolutely lovely yeah and then we do pickups on a sunday between 10 and 12 and then we've got a courier service as well so i use dpd so i can courier most of the uk so yeah. that that is a job in itself let alone with the yeah. farming as well so i'm actually yeah. in a point of my life now where actually i feel as fulfilled as I did when I was working full-time at the salon. I kind of, um, I feel like, I feel like I've got my independence back, in in a sense, you know. Although we're very much a team, Chris and I, I have, like, little bits that are mine now. Yeah. Which I don't know if maybe couples shouldn't be like that, maybe they should be like that, but it's, for me and my personality, I needed something as my own. Yeah. um, Which, everyone's different, but yeah so yeah so where is the shop is it near one of the yeah? it's, it's fields it's, yeah it's on it's on where we've got the barn um right, so okay. the, the farm that we lamb on it's there our landlady very um kindly let us um have it there and um yeah do you know what building a butcher shop is just so like especially in a pandemic, I was trying to find out the legislation and I was getting passed from person to person and they were pissed off because they were having to work from home and everyone else had been furloughed. And It was just an absolute (laughs) nightmare. But we ended up, like we got our hygiene rating, we got all the certification and stuff like that. And it was was such a weird thing because we didn't know how to butcher, Chris and I. Like we just watched YouTube and learned how to do it. So it's quite... So um, you butcher your own? Yeah. For the shop? Yeah. You don't
2: send them off somewhere, you do. No, it so
3: they get they, they oh, wow. so they get killed, so they get slaughtered elsewhere. Um because we we wouldn't want to do that on the farm because a the legislation's through the roof, which as it should right, be. Yeah. Um, yeah. and also actually the amount of time and care that needs to go into doing a good yeah. job of that, we just don't have yeah. it. We don't have yeah. it. Um so they get sent off and then oh, it well, comes so they... back but so how how do they come yeah, back? Yeah, I knew you were going to ask that. So they, <laughs> oh, um, so the lambs, the lambs, the goats, and the cows, they come back and they're skinned. They have no insides, and they'll have okay. no head, no feet. Oh, oh, so that well, that's good because then it so all you just got to do is cut it up. Cut it up, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you haven't into got to do the cuts. Lens, no, I think that no. No. No, be no. A very long, and not very pleasant
0: and, 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 no. process. And
3: I, 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 I don't think I would have the finesse for it either. Yes. Yeah. No. I get that. Um, these guys that, that do it. Is it really hard? Yeah. Ph- up? Physically, yeah, it's hard. I bet. I'm not very good at it, if I'm honest. Chris, Chris does most of the butchering, and I'll do yeah. things like I'll backpack I'll it, label it, um, yeah, t- take arty pictures for the Instagram page. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he does. He does a very nice job, but I, I don't enjoy it. There's nothing about it that I enjoy, and it's not because it's meat or it's because it's animals. It's because it's cold for a start. Do you know what I mean? Like just silly things like that. It's cold. It's boring, and I don't enjoy it. And yeah, you know if you don't enjoy something, you tend to not be very good at it. So Chris does it. Yes. And then we've just, a couple of months ago, we have um, uh, Harry, who's who's a butcher. He comes in um, on a Tuesday if and when we can't handle the work, really. Um, and we would yeah. like to get to a point where we could employ him full-time. Um, yeah. but f- and sounds arrogant, but we, we would have the business for that. But we just don't have the animals, like we have enough lambs to supply the shop yep. day in and day out. Um, but with the beef we only have one so we send one cow off per month, so we only have beef for one month. So yeah, okay. because it sounds so silly, but there's a lot of meat on a cow. A lot yeah. of meat. You know, you get 40, yeah. 40 sirloin steaks alone off a cow. Wow. Yeah. So you get wow. you get all of that and then you get like, obviously you've got the brisket, the top sides, um, there's so much and then you've got all the diced beef and then all the mince yeah. as well. So off a cow you might get 40 kilos of mince. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that's that could be, you know, that, that amount of beef equates to a lot of money. But yeah. also cows you know cows in the market at the moment are, 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 can be over a grand for a cow yeah can be over a grand so wow it kind of balances it out but if you're getting 40 yeah. kilos of mince off, off, off a cow i want all that mince to be sold before i then have another cow back to be butchered otherwise you're just going to yes. have a build up so we just yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it works out for us by the time you know in a month we can sell absolutely every shred of that that yeah. cow and then we're ready for another one Um and people always moan no. oh you've never got steaks in stock well you need to be quicker and buy them then at the end yeah. of the day yeah, we're yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. become tesco we, we're never going to yes. become that yeah 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 first yeah. of all we don't have enough animals we don't have enough land to keep that amount of animals and second of yeah. all i'm going to have about five freezers of mince. yeah it's not and it's not worth it yeah um how many cows so, have you yeah. got so i think we've only got about 15 now um okay. but they don't so they'll go away for to be wintered somewhere and quite often so they they'll only be with us so like we've got friends that own like marshland and stuff like that so we'll pay to to graze them elsewhere um quite okay. o- quite often with the cows so the ones yeah. that have babies so we've got maybe four or five that are have, were in calf, um, yes. so I saw the bull, so they'll stay at home because they're ha- having their babies. We've got to keep an eye on them. But the ones that yeah. are, you know, beef cattle for the shop, um, they don't spend that much time, really, in the year with us. Um, okay, which is which is good because you know, you, you're not building up a relationship with them because cows are quite old. So we wouldn't kill a cow till they're probably like two years old. Yeah, because they just wouldn't have the size or the the meatiness, for one of a better word. Um, so yeah. you can build quite a relationship in two years with an animal. Yeah. Um, so it's actually for me. Yeah, I find it a lot harder with the cows and the goats sending them to the abattoir than I do the lambs because they actually give have a you shit got... about you. Uh, yeah, I can imagine that with
2: cows. I quite I like cows. Yeah,
3: they they. Do. But I
2: saw on your Instagram the other day you had pigs. Yeah. are they your pig? have you got pigs
3: yeah so we never used to have pigs our friend used to all the pork for the shop our friend used to just farm it all we'd go up and pick you know a couple of pigs up run them to the abattoir and he used to do all of that because our fences are not pig fences on the farm like there was just no way we could deal with the stress um and they really turf up the land um whereas uh, it was chris's dad's um, friend that did the pigs for us it didn't. It was his farm. He owned it, so it didn't matter. Whereas, where we're renting, if these pigs keep, you know, digging up all the land, we'd be in yeah. so much trouble. Um, so we bought some pigs, five. Um, they're Gloucester Old Spots, I think. Um, to to have at the farm, just to have a go. We took on um, yeah. our landlady. Let us have a bit of land over the other side of the farm. Um which was, you know, perfect fences and everything. So we're going to put them there. Their pig ark arrived this week, so they're going to live there. I was shit scared of pigs. When I say shit scared, I mean, like, terrified, because a girl really? once... Yeah, a girl once sent me a photo of, well, a chunk taken out of her leg by a pig. They always say, like, pigs can eat whole, um, like, the way to get rid of bodies is throwing them in with the pigs and stuff like that. And their teeth are scary and they're just, they're very, they're very quick in their movements and they're very vocal and they just scared the shit out of me. So I said to Chris, I'm not going to like them. I'm not going to like them. And then within about three days, they're rolling over to give me their bellies so I can scratch their bellies. And they're like dogs. Like when I walk in the barn, they're all like literally up on the gates, like calling to me. But as they're getting bigger, they are getting a bit forceful with me, so I've had to take a bit of a step back from them because otherwise they'll start knocking me about. It's the same with the calves. You know, you rear the calves on milk and you're their mum and, you know, they're rubbing their head on you, but soon they're going to be nearly, you know, up to my waist and then up to my shoulder with the the cows. So I have to distance myself. And Chris is always like, oh, you're distancing yourself because they're going off to the abattoir. I'm like, no, 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 I'm distancing myself so they don't hurt me because I'm only little, I'm like like five four or something i'm only yeah. little like that i could they could do quite a lot of damage to me yeah and i am aware of that but the pigs are getting a little bit rowdy and i have tried like the last few days to not give them as many scratches and stuff because um like i put their food in and like a few of them have like nipped at my hands and stuff and i know it's not in an aggressive way yeah but it's just made me realize that if one did hurt me it wouldn't actually be their fault it would be mine so I'm just kind of, like, stepping yes. myself back yeah, yeah, a bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've got pigs, um, which... I love pigs. I know. And I, I said to Chris, I think I am going to find it a little bit difficult when they go off. Um, because they are very human.
2: Yes, yeah.
3: Their eyes... Like, if you open their, um, their lids up so you can see their eyeballs, they have human eyeballs. Like... <laughs> I know that sounds so stupid, but like with sheep, obviously their pupil is is oblo- like it's different shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But pigs, I just have human eyes, and they're incredibly intelligent. Incredibly intelligent, and yes, yeah, yeah. It it scared me, scared me a bit, really. How attached is the wrong word? Because I still know they'll they'll be, you know, we have them and we're looking after them to go for meat. But yeah. I, I won't be going to the abattoir with them.
2: How old will
3: they be when they go off? See, I don't know, because there's certain... certain. Most abattoirs won't take them over a certain weight, which I think okay. is 100-and-something kilos, because all their equipment... Yeah. So, like, obviously, when the animal's gone, when it's killed, um, it then needs to be moved to the various sections you know to be yes. gutted yeah, yeah, and skinned yeah. and cleaned and things yeah, like that yeah. and a lot of the equipment won't take over x amount of kilos okay yeah um are they, they weigh more than cows then no I but think. they're no but they i think they're they're killed in different ways
2: oh okay okay um
3: it's so like, so, it? oh god it's a whole other world so <laughs> our abattoir um doesn't so like the main one we use every week doesn't kill pigs because of pork because it's pork and they're muslim right okay yep yep so the pigs go to a separate um abattoir um and that's the case in quite a lot of abattoirs in the uk really a lot of them um you'll use a separate one for the pork
2: yeah yeah
3: but it's just hard and I said to Chris the other day, it's so hard for me to kind of. I don't eat really eat pork. Like I eat sausages, I don't yeah. really eat bacon. Like I don't really like the taste. I don't really like the texture. It just does nothing yeah. for me, pork. So it's not even like that side of it.
0: um
3: yeah. Even then, I wouldn't even choose sausages as a meal. It's just not. It's just not really yeah. my thing. Same same with chicken. It yeah. just doesn't do anything for me. I find it bland. So, it's not even like, oh, I couldn't eat pork again because of the pigs. I just think they are more human and more aware. I think that's what it is. They're more aware. So, I believe wholeheartedly that a sheep doesn't know that it's going to slaughter when it's in the abattoir. I even believe when it's in the pen, you know, um, with the the pads are about to stun it, I still don't think it knows. I don't think the other sheep that are watching on know. They genuinely do not. Yeah, yeah. They don't yeah, feel fear yeah. because they don't they don't know, and yeah. I wholeheartedly you know I've been in plenty of abattoirs and I, I know that there's no fear there. Yeah. yeah. Um. My opinion, obviously, but that's how I feel. Whereas with the pigs, I feel like because they are more aware, they would potentially feel feel fear. Yep. Yeah. Um. And I know a lot of people would probably disagree with that or, or agree with that but they are hyper aware of a lot of things with pigs yeah which yeah it's a do di- it's a difficult one and and I I'm not finding it hard in the sense of I'm dreading when they go because if I'm dreading it that much they just won't go yes. you know I mean? it's quite yeah, a nice yeah, place yeah. that I'm in because if I if I honestly said to Chris babe there's no way. Like, we'll keep them, we'll keep them and we'll, you know, have babies from them or something, find another way for them to pay their way.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: I wouldn't have to. Um, And it's not at that stage yet, but I am, yeah, yeah, a little bit, it's just new, isn't it? It's just new. Yeah.
2: So what happened, when did all the social media kick off then? Because, again, obviously I I did know about you, but then Nicole, I can't remember how long ago it was now, and she was like, Zoe's an internet sensation. Yeah. And I was like, oh really? And obviously went on and I was like, fucking hell. So what all No when did you start <clears throat> posting just generally yeah, for so your I own s- kind of entertainment?
3: I don't know when it was. I can't think when it was, but I started <clears throat> on when I I think it must have been when I left the salon full time. So when my dad died excuse me. Um I think like, you know, months after that. So he died in June. think i must have started it in like november or something started posting and basically i wanted my clients to see us doing fun things i thought i've literally left them in the lurch the least i could do is prove that i haven't ditched them for no reason and we are doing (laughs) something Um, and so i just started posting things like that and like um videoing me learning stuff and just all about me learning really and then people started to quite like it um but I never had a plan for it, and I never had, like, a a goal for it. Yeah. Or anything, really. I just kind of rolled with it, and people quite liked it. And now it's got to the point where, actually, well, quite quite a while ago, really, it got to the point where, you know, p- brands and people are offering you free shit. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, actually, no, I'm not. I'm not off Love Island and trying to make a bit of money. I just I just wanted to kind of show you... what I'm doing and I had to kind of it's very strange it's very strange as soon as you get 10,000 followers like suddenly you're you're a bit of meat that people want a bit of it's very 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 fucking weird social media and you kind of got to weigh up what you want so you know the way we utilize the followers as it were or the traffic or whatever they call it is by starting the butcher's shop so i think it's something like 89 yeah. percent of our sales come through social media
2: wow yeah that's amazing
3: yeah so it's that's how we've kind of turned yeah the, the page into yeah. money yeah really because i'm not like we're farmers we're we're genuinely poor so it's very tempting when people are offering you money to promote their their products it's very tempting because your skin but you've got to kind of remember that the reason why i started the page was to entertain the reason i started the page weren't to make a living i still very much want to be a farmer at the end of the day i don't want to be what kind of products oh my god all sorts so sometimes it'll be clothes so like i work with a brand called muck boot which make the wellies that we wear but we were wearing them before they said to us like we want to send you free wellies um so i work with work with them and a lot of um like coat brands and like outdoor wear brands and stuff but unless we're actually wearing them already and know that that they're the bollocks i don't really yeah want to just fobbing people off and then people think you're a mug for trying to fob them off a load of shit um yeah, yeah. but i've had like <laughs> people trying to send ah oh, all sorts of like um skincare um which is fine i'm very into my skincare but i don't really want to be doing adverts for like do you know what i mean and then yes, yeah. they want to send you the product but then they want you to record content and the content's got to have x hashtags and x blah 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 and you've yeah. got to include these words and it needs to be and i just no nah. um Is a, a lot, lot handbags i get offered handbags quite a lot like bags yeah so like country brands want to send me bags i mean when was the last time i used a fucking handbag at the moment i'm using a <laughs> little bag to transport my laptop to the farm do you know what i mean <laughs> just silly things like that and then logs someone wanted me to be like um do some ads for some logs and I said oh I don't have a wood fire at home and they were like oh okay well we could get a bit creative and I was like or we could not we could not get creative yeah it's just not my bag and I know some people would absolutely kill and some of our friends online would absolutely kill for the opportunity um but what's going to come of it probably yeah. probably nothing you'll get you know 300 quid and then you got nothing so yeah
2: and I think it puts people off as well like I know if people follow you because they genuinely like what you post and then as soon as you kind of start posting like the adverts unless it's obviously it's something that you use it's yeah. genuine then that's completely different but yeah yeah so like Chris
3: Chris got sent this coat really expensive coat that he would never have paid the money for it right he never would have paid the money for it because we don't have it but he got sent it um to trial and they they said to him look we just want your honest opinion you don't have to post you don't have to tag us you know we just want you to kind of put it through its paces yeah and if you do love it that's great if you talk about it but the fact that you're even wearing it for more than one day is enough yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and that's fine. Like, yeah, that's absolutely. You know, we've worn the brand for years and years. That's absolutely fine. But if they're then going to start saying, "Oh yeah, so we want three posts a month." Yeah. I just neither of us have the time with yeah. it. Like we don't. This is what I was trying to explain the other day. We don't actually create content. Like we're not content creators. Yes. Yeah. We yeah, just yeah, film yeah. our. Yeah. We just film our day. And like yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing this kiddies um, YouTube channel now called Flock School, and I'm actually oh, having to, but I'm having to actually create content now, like I'm having yeah, to. Yeah, well, yeah. And that is very, very different to what I do on the page. So when people say, "Oh, it must yes. be so much work putting into Instagram," not really. I literally just record me talking about my day yeah. or video what I'm actually doing. Like, I don't have to yeah. set anything up. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm doing this YouTube. I'm like, Jesus Christ, there is so a lot of work. Come about." how did about? Did someone contact you or have you done this No, your no, own no. I've I just done it because during lockdown the first time around, I've got a lot of women. I think like 80-something percent of my followers are all women.
0: Yeah. So I've
3: got a lot of mums. And they were messaging me saying like, babe, I cannot thank you enough. You just posting your normal day is saving me from like murdering my kids. Because everyone was at home and me and Chris were still doing our normal days. And so then, so everyone was like, not everyone, but a lot of women were coming to me and saying, thank you, like. And then a few people were saying to me, because I was lambing at the time, and a few people were saying, oh, my kids have watched your videos ten times. My kids, and slowly but surely, more kids were watching my page. So I started kind of curbing my language a little bit without realising. And just things like that um and then I started doing farm school which I was doing lives like twice a week or every week um just of what I was doing so I'd like talk talk them through the goats or whatever but I was doing it for the kiddies and um yeah the feedback was really good but then um we you know we get busy life takes over and then I kind of thought to myself must have been about two months ago I just thought There is a lot of uproar at the moment about farming and diets and things like that. But me preaching to people, not preaching, but you know what I mean, discussing it and having open conversations on my page is actually going to do fuck all. Because most people that listen are either on the same wavelength because they're following a farming page or they are educated and they're making a decision, a conscious decision. It's the kids that we need to get to. So I just yeah. said to, said to Chris, look, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy us a GoPro, and I'm gonna start doing proper videos um f- for aimed at kids, because then the parents can let them watch and learn on there without knowing I'm gonna say fuck every other word, but also yeah, it yeah. means I don't have to turn my page into like a kiddie friendly zone, and I can still yes. you know talk about god knows what making rude jokes yeah. about sausages and that so you know i mean like it's just the best of both <laughs> yeah. worlds and yeah so i'm just doing it off my own back but that's amazing i do hope in the future like schools can use them in schools like i yeah. I, I hope to get to the point where i can kind of yeah they'll be good enough for schools but i just quite i just quite enjoy it and i, I love kids um I, like i really my mum worked in various preschools growing up so my school holidays would always be like I really, in, I really enjoy childcare. Yeah. Care. So yeah. yeah, that's it, really.
2: That's amazing. And yeah. you said you're doing a sausage workshop today.
3: Yeah. So what's what's, what's the time? Yeah. So I'll I'll leave. I've got to leave in a, a couple of hours cause, So, through the little farm fridge. I have to, I have to monetize that as much as yep. I can. Is is the bottom line. So, I need yeah. to sometimes think outside the box, so there's only so much meat you can sell, and, as I said, yeah. like with stock numbers um that all that's all money, 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 yeah, so I kind of started doing so for Mother's Day, I would put a box together, and it would be like a hello fresh, inspired things so they'd have all the local yeah. veg, the recipe, everything they need in this box. And people loved that that kind of connection yeah. with their food, but not it, it was yeah, so i I came up with the idea of of doing workshops, but I wasn't sure quite how I was gonna do it because i didn't didn't know whether it was gonna be like um build um butcher your own lamb or what it was gonna be, and yeah, just yeah. come up come up with this with um so I send them. A little sausage um, pipe piper? Like a, 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 a little machine with a hand crank that pipes the sausage yeah. out. Um, the sausage meat that we've obviously made with, with our pork. Um, sausage skins, instructions, and then they come on a Zoom for an hour and a half with me. And I only have five in a class because I hate it when people talk over each other on Zoom. Like, it absolutely does me. Yeah. In. So I only have five on a class. And yeah, we make sausages together and and have a glass of wine and make phallic jokes about sausages um, for yeah an <laughs> hour and a half. That's such a good idea. Yeah, and it's fun. It's 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 nice to meet people all over the world and yeah, yeah. it's nice. But it's just um, being sensible with. It goes back to at the you know we've got however many followers on the little farm fridge page and on. Chief Shepherdess page. That's quite an audience. Like we, I almost feel like I need to um, utilize that with the business head um, yeah. in some some way. So you just get get a bit creative, you know, little farm fridges, eight thousand followers or whatever. So without even using the Chief Shepherdess page, my page, I've then got eight thousand people that I can potentially do business yeah. with um And it doesn't take, take. It doesn't take. You know, if you've got a good idea, it doesn't take much. You know, you yeah, you only yeah. have to put it up that you're doing it, and 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 people want to take part. You know, you're not flogging yeah. them shit. You're you're offering them a pretty cool workshop. Yeah. See, so yeah, I've got I've got about two 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 a week now. um Till wow. lamin till lamin, yeah. So I've been doing quite yeah. a few, and it's fun. Um, I mean I'd I'd invite you but I'm not sure your veggie daughter would want to make sausages. <laughs> My kids don't really like sausages. No. We,
2: we're not really a sausage. After yeah.
3: make after making them for months and months and months so I'm just not I'm not I'm not that into it either but on a small scale and it, it's really nice to kind of talk to people about where that sausage meat actually came from. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another reason why we wanted to get to the point of having our own pigs because then these pigs haven't left the farm except to yes, go to the abattoir yeah. and then go to you rather than yeah, saying, yeah. you know, Well our, our, our friend farms them for us. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just Yeah, yeah, yeah. It adds another step away from them, whereas if it comes yeah. from our farm and now I'm teaching them what to do with it, it it's just yeah. it's a lot better. That's oh, a
2: so great yeah. idea.
3: Yeah. So what
2: have you me. got any do you want to get any more different animals or are you done with the nah, I'm got. done.
3: I'm done. Um, I've got pygmy pygmy goats and they're pets. They don't go for food. They go for for pets. And I I okay. breed and I breed them. And that was the only thing that I ever wanted on the farm. Um, yeah. And so I'm just happy with them. Um, yeah. I can't. You know, I, people always go, "Oh, you should get some llamas, llamas, are, or alpacas, not llamas. Alpacas are so gorgeous. You should get." Um. And everyone seems to have like some weird obsession with with alpacas, and I just they just don't do it for me. They they spit and they can be quite aggressive. And yeah, what how are they going to make me money for a start? Like we are a business.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I suppose you just people just come and look at them, don't they?
3: Yeah, and, and you but. can sell the wool or the fur. You okay. can sell that, but yeah. Have you ever watched an alpaca get sheared? Go no. go on YouTube and and watch it after once you've done your school run. Go okay. and YouTube watch an alpaca because it's bru- like it's brutal. They are just crazy animals and it's just not for me. It's just absolutely <laughs> not for me. But I think you do enough. Oh I just yeah. I think I think we do as well. And I think we're at a nice point now where actually the farm is starting to pay a little bit um yeah we've built up to like the right numbers now that it is, you know i'm not, we're not in huge amounts of profit or anything but we're at a point now where we feel like we're actually getting somewhere and it's taken years of like 365 days a year graft like yeah. we work every single day but it is at a point now where i just think okay we're quite we're still stressed to fuck but we are kind of getting somewhere yeah and how's chris with his me
2: with working every yeah, day yeah so
3: he has to manage it he's pretty full-on like he has to manage it manage it like we're in a very physical job um so he does really have to uh just listen to his body really yeah um, and he like he doesn't have whole days off or whole days in bed or anything like that but he will have an early night or he'll start eating yeah. a bit cleaner when he feels like he's yeah. getting a bit rough um but on the whole the pills are quite good for him but, yeah, he has to control yeah. it every day and be aware of his body every single day. Yeah. Um, But that's just become part of him now. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, it's funny because before we started chatting, I've, I'm cold today and I'm a bit knackered because I've just gone back to the gym this week because I wasn't well, oh. so I was like a month off. And I was thinking, I'm not going to be able to say any of this to you because... <laughs>
3: You work. No, 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 no. <laughs> you work hard. You, you must, must feel never like that think that all the time. But you must never <laughs> ever and think like that. You don't. And we chose it. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel a bit like that with yeah. Chris. When I say I'm tired, I think yeah, but he feels ten times more tired yeah. than me. You do quite... So I do understand that. But we did you choose must love this life, and I don't have to pay for the gym. Do you pay for your gym membership? No, because I work there. Oh. So, yeah. oh but most people do most people pay for their gym membership and me and chris just you know we can't eat what we want because we're both like 30s now so we do have to be a bit aware but (laughs) for years up until the age of 30 i could eat whatever i want and just work all day and not have to worry when our friends are paying like 50 60 quid for a gym membership and find the time so we are we're very lucky and i don't forget that for a minute um even in the shit weather like i don't forget how fortunate we are but yeah, I do, I do, I I wonder, where, you know, when we will get our own place and things like that, but,
2: yeah,
3: just got to ride it, really, haven't you?
2: Yeah, exactly, you just never know what's around the corner, do you? No,
3: no. Oh, well,
2: thank you so much for coming on and talk to me, Pleasure. stay there after we say bye, because I want to ask you something, yeah. but, um, yeah, thank you so much, and I'll obviously share all the links to everything, but yeah. I can't wait for the YouTube
3: yeah. stuff,
2: I'll definitely show my kids.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I don't go into too gory detail with stuff. Like, we talk about poo and stuff like that because kids love poo, but I don't yes. go into, like, the full, like, slaughter process or anything like that. Like, I'm very careful with how I word things, but I don't bullshit yeah. them, but I am quite... It's kiddies, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But, yeah.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Pleasure, have fun pleasure. at your workshop.
3: Thank you. <laughs> at my sausage party. My mum yeah, on the phone was like, have fun at your sausage party. party. <laughs> 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 I was like, am I, what? <laughs> oh thanks
2: love pleasure pleasure bye Bye. hi so yes that was the lovely Zoe thank you for listening please share the podcast please subscribe to the podcast please don't get put off by the sound of my washing machine in the background whenever I do any of these things I hope you're good I hope you're staying safe still and sane and haven't been put out much by all the price increases and everything i've heard some horror stories from some families um so i hope you're good if there is anything you'd like to talk about then please get in touch um because i might do a podcast on that actually um but yeah i hope you're good big up yourselves um if this is the first time you're listening then check out some of my other podcasts because i've spoken to some really lovely people but yeah, I hope you're good. Take care. Oh, there's a new episode of the Epic Mum Chat out as well on YouTube. This one's called Sex, Porn and Bestiality. <laughs> because we talk about sex, porn and bestiality. So yeah, um, it, yeah, it's funny. So have a listen. Not while there are children around though. Unless you want to have to answer some questions, which you probably won't want to. So yeah, check that out. Just search the Epic Mum Chat on YouTube probably wouldn't search sex, porn, or bestiality on YouTube Work. because you might not like what you come across. You might like what you come across. <laughs> That's what she said. Anyway, I'm going before I say Work. anything else. All right. Take care. Big love. Bye.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Gigi Palmer.